I'm Rob. I'm Nate. And welcome back to Rob and Nate Record a Podcast. In the beginning of our December 2021 theme month, Christmas movies, I decided, well, I'm picking the majority of the movies this month, and I was trying to go for something out of the box, something not mainstream, something a bit different. How did I do in my first selection, Nate? Now, let's not talk about the quality of the movie. How did I do in getting outside the box and not going mainstream? You went with a mainstream flop. Oh. <laughs> so tonight we watched the 1994 film Mixed Nuts. Mm. First reactions, Nate. So movie Mixed Nuts is a screwball comedy about a bunch of people working with and associated with a uh, suicide prevention line called Lifesavers. Really original. That operates outside of... Uh, apartment in Venice Beach, California. And one of the plot lines is that they're being evicted because the person who owns that building is going to renovate it and turn it into condominiums. And the person who's going to evict them in one of maybe two scenes he actually shows up in the movie is Gary Shandling. Gary Shandling plays Mr. Tannenbaum. Stanley Tannenbaum. Stanley Tannenbaum. And so there's a scene... Early on, where uh, Stanley Tannenbaum is delivered to Steve Martin, who runs Lifesavers, the eviction notice. They have to be up by the end of the year. It's Christmas Eve. To which Steve Martin says, You don't care, Stanley Tannenbaum. You're one of the people who, one of those people who doesn't care. And neither did I. This is total misfire mediocrity. Now, you were talking about debating which movie you were going to show me. And you were like, well, I looked at the reviews, and they were a little mixed. And I thought, well, you know, I tend to trust IMDb's ratings more than the critics at Rotten Tomatoes. I'm like, you showed me a 10% Rotten Tomatoes movie. Not more than the critics, more than, than Rotten Tomatoes. That's, that's the only clarification I'll make 10% there. 10%. On Rotten Tomatoes. On Rotten Tomatoes. It does have an IMDb aggregate score of 5.4 stars. Yeah, it's it doesn't deserve that. So there's a term that they use on YouTube series I quite like called Welcome to the Basement, which we've referenced on this show before. It's called a talent bomb. Talent bomb is a movie that has all the ingredients for a great movie, and it just completely bombs. And, and that's so this movie. You have Nora Ephron adapting an apparently well-thought-of French comedy. And let's just run through this cast... So you start with Steve Martin, you have Madeline Kahn, Kahn. Robert Klein, Anthony LaPaglia, Juliette Lewis, Rob Reiner, Adam Sandler, Lee Schreiber, Rita Wilson, Parker Posey, John Stewart, Jolie Fisher, Christine Cavanaugh, Henry Brown, Gary Shandling, Stephen Wright, and Victor Garber. Yeah. It's got a great cast. It's oh, oh, and Haley Joel Osment. Who sees nearly dead people. And Nora Ephron, uh, she just, Sleepless with Seattle came out the previous year. Yep. This is her follow-up to Sleepless in Seattle. I'm surprised that she made some of the other movies she made after this. This was just awful. It was just really bad. It was part of the unfunny school of comedy. Let's make a comedy, but let's make it so that it's not funny. Laughed a few times. There's a number of times where the dryness of it, a mild smile. 
but it was mostly just plotting. And it had this idea that if people are running around manic, that's funny, right? Nope. That's all it takes is people running around manic and all these crazy storylines. You've got the uh, Juliet Lewis. Well, you've got Mrs. Munchkin getting stuck in the elevator. Stuck in the elevator. Munchnik. And you've got the couple, uh, the pregnant Juliet Lewis is pregnant, and Anthony LaPalgia is her ex-con lover. You've got Steve Martin and Rita Wilson have this kind of unrequited love. They won't talk about it. Madeline Kahn hates Robert Klein, who has all these guns, these guns, these dogs. Yeah. You've got Rob Reiner as a veterinarian who is twice called upon to perform medical procedures on humans over the course of the film. That was very briefly Parker Posey and John Stewart, then unknowns as the rollerblading people whose uh, Christmas trees keep getting destroyed. You have Tannenbaum as a Tannenbaum at the end of the film. Yeah. It's just, it's a bunch of ridiculous stuff thrown together. Liv Liv Schreiber Schreiber in his film debut playing a a trans woman. Yeah. And I kept thinking, like, this humor, I think what saves it from being offensive is that it's not funny. I'm not sure it's not offensive. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not played as bad as one might have thought it would be played in 1994. There is that sequence where Liv Shriver makes Steve Martin dance with her. And it's just, it's really awkward. And then he starts getting into it, which I thought was mildly funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but most of it, this movie has a sequence, a throwaway gag, in which they play a suicide for laughs with Stephen Wright. And they've been having issues with the static on their line. So they tell, they're trying to communicate, you need to click the line. Just click it. Just click it. And then, oh, you hung up. What happened to Nora Ephron's sense of tone? I, I don't have any answers it's, for this. It's, it, there is no answers for this. This this is awful. We were using some uh, baseball analogies before we started, uh, before we watched the movie, and this was totally a swing and a miss on my part. Completely and totally. Yeah. Yeah, I need to formally apologize for tonight <laughs> for showing this movie. Um, and, then, and then at the end, when everybody's around the Christmas tree after the baby's been born, and they start playing this, Carly Simon Christmas song that I've never been heard before. It's like, does this movie end with the introduction of a new Carly Simon Christmas song? But no, it's a song from two years earlier that apparently didn't land on the register and they just throw it in at the end of this movie. Which also has Adam Sandler's song sing, doing, doing the Adam Sandler bit on the ukulele So Many Things For Me To Wonder which, is that a holdover from an SNL sketch? I don't remember for sure. Yeah. But it sounds like every Adam Sandler song from the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. It this was, was bad. Yeah, I failed on this one. Yeah, total failure. Um, although, I think I succeeded in going out... Well, you said I, I didn't succeed in going outside the box because I did a... A mainstream failure. Yeah. So, I guess I failed all around on this one. How yeah. are you going to rate this yeah, film? You know, you, know you, you, had, you had problems in Halloween having problems at Christmas, you're going to need to pull this out at Arbor Day. No, no, no. Hold on. Let's back up because I also hit a home run in okay, Halloween. You did. So this is my flop, so that means you should expect a home run. Okay. One star, two stars on the 10-star scale. I think I'm uh, pretty much the same boat. Yeah. Yeah, this is like Star Wars Christmas special bad. Yeah. It's it's just awful. Do not see mixed nuts. Yeah. I... uh 
I'm ashamed to admit that I rented this for to watch this for tonight. It is not available to stream anywhere. It's not, yeah, you'd have to pay to rent it. So, Steve Martin, you're welcome for your royalty check. And, yeah, that was from me. And I regret having rented this movie. Mm-hmm. So, don't pay money to rent this movie. Yeah, don't see McNuts. It's bad. And this will be a very short Christmas episode. <laughs> I'm Rob. I'm Nate. And this is Rob and Nate Record a Podcast. I could not imagine that this would be that bad. So when when I was over here on uh, Saturday and I was trying to quasi-trick you into uh, watching A Thief in the Night, better movie than this. I'm not, I don't doubt that at all. Mm. <laughs> it wouldn't be hard to be a better uh, movie the, than this. The 70s uh, left behind, no budget, evangelical Christian classic, better than a film disloaded with talent. Yeah. You know, one of the worst things about this movie? What? Steve Martin's hair. Yeah, it always seems off when he uh, have his trademark white hair. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this movie did not work. I, how did Nora Ephron then to turn around and get the next movie? Like, let me, let's pull this up. So like you said, she did Sleepless in Seattle just before this. She did Mixed Nuts. And then after this, she does Michael. And then you've got Mail. How does she get greenlit for another movie? After, well, especially know, one like Michael. Yeah. Well, Michael's not a really a great movie either. It's just a little bit of a misfire, but it's, it's better than Mixed Nuts. Most anything is better than Mixed Nuts. I had a lot of respect for Nora Ephron. I mean, I still do respect Nora mm-hmm. Ephron, but this movie is not representative. Maybe it plays better in French. Maybe the French can just... Maybe it just didn't translate. Oh, so we should have just turned on the, the dubbing? Well, there was... <laughs> Yeah, that might have helped. It's like, I'm missing something. It's better than it seems. Three stars out of ten. Yeah. So you hear about uh, this, this new movie, The House of Gucci? I've heard of it, yes. Uh, so Very long. What, it's very long? Yes. It's very long? Yes. I don't know. The House of Gucci. House of Gucci? Yeah, it's super long. All right. I feel like there's a punchline. Yeah. No, it's just a long movie. Yeah. So anyway, um, before I heard about this I almost feel like he took the winds out, wind out of me sorry and we got on that uh, long thing you hear about this movie The House of Gucci yes uh, so before I heard about this movie I didn't realize there was a House of Gucci I just thought Gucci was one person you know a, a designer but it turns out there's like a whole family of them yeah and I was thinking if one member of the House of Gucci were to attempt to wrest control of it from another member of the House of Gucci that would constitute a Gucci Gucci coup. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> How long have you been holding on to that Oh, one? that is a good week. 